Hey mamas, welcome to the Non-Toxic Healthy Mom Podcast. I'm Courtney Sewell and I'm a work from home mama to three living in beautiful Southern California. I've been on a mission since 2012 to educate on non-toxic healthy living that's simple and easy. If you're a busy mom just trying to make healthier choices and interested in detoxifying your home, you are in the right place. Hey mamas. So I was really feeling led to bring on some guests to discuss the topic of mental health. Depression and anxiety are very common issues that a lot of people deal with on a regular basis, but I feel like it's not always talked about openly. I personally have a daughter that has struggled with some anxiety the last few years. So although I have not experienced this myself personally, I've helped my daughter manage and navigate through her anxiety starting at the young age of seven. Right now, we are a couple months into this coronavirus quarantine, and that combined with all the unknowns that we are in the middle of, I feel like it's it's sure to really take a toll on mental health. So I am very excited to share with you all my first interview on my podcast, with fellow mom and podcaster and friend, Stephanie Clarice, host of the podcast 500 Seconds to Joy. You know my episodes are usually about five minutes. I like to keep it quick and, you know, simple. But I really feel like this topic just requires more time. We really can't, you know, get get into digging deep into this in five minutes. So, um This one will last you a little bit longer than normal, um, but I hope that you find a lot of value in it. And if you know someone struggling with depression or anxiety, please share this episode. So let's get ready and dive into the interview. Hey, Mama. I have Stephanie Clarice here today. She's the mama behind the podcast 500 Seconds to Joy. So make sure you go check out her podcast. Thank you so much so much for being here today and joining us, Stephanie. Yes, I'm excited to be here. I'm really excited too, because I think today we're talking about such a personal topic to so many, but I think it's such an important um, thing to be open and share experiences to help others. And so others know that, you know, they're not alone. You know, we're talking about anxiety and depression today. And it's something that's so common and so many people, you know, deal with it. And I really feel like being able to share your experiences and things that are working for you is just really, really important. So Mm -hmm. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing, you know, your personal experience with us today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? We'll start there. Sure. Yeah, I'm really happy to be here and share. And it's interesting, I haven't shared about it on my podcast yet. Um, So this was kind of like a good sort of first step, like, okay, I'm going to start being more open with everybody. Because it's so helpful (laughs) to hear from other moms what they've experienced, especially for new moms that maybe think something's wrong with them. But this is such a common experience, especially postpartum. So anyway, I will get into that a little bit more. Okay, so a little bit about me. So I'm Stephanie Clarice, like you said, and I'm the host of the podcast, 500 Seconds to Joy. And really the mission behind my podcast, as you can tell, is joy. Bringing moms, especially, a little dose of joy in their day, 
giving them that quick little dose of Jesus and encouragement and some self-development because so often moms feel so stuck in the trenches. And I know I felt that way and I still do now. Um, And so I really want to help moms to find joy, peace, and purpose by really dreaming with God, spending time with God, and learning from some amazing guests that I've had on the podcast. Um, So that's a little bit about my mission. And then also, personally, in my life, I am married to a wonderful man. We're about to celebrate our five-year anniversary. And then I have a -a three-and-a-half-year-old little girl and a -a one-and-a-half-year-old little boy. And so I'm a busy mom, and I do this awesome podcasting thing. It's really become a passion of mine. And I am a strong Christian. I'm actually Catholic, and I'm really passionate about my faith and just really want more moms to be able to spend time with Jesus daily, spend time in the Word, super passionate about that. So that's a little bit about me. I, I love everything that you do and what you're standing for and what you have put out there on your podcast, you know, just for other moms to kind of listen and connect. I love it. So I know that you have experienced both depression and and anxiety in the past. So can you just share with us, you know, more about that, your experiences, and then share with us how you've been able to, you know, manage or possibly even overcome these things as well. And we're recording this in quarantine, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like this is why I felt like it was even more important right now to bring up this topic, you know, because I think that things are really intensified for a lot of people right now while we're on lockdown and we are, we're in May. So we're a couple months into lockdown and there's so much unknown going on. So if you could also share with us, you know, maybe some things that you've been able to do to kind of manage that through this like untime of quarantine and uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Yes. So first I want to start with, um, you know, just becoming a mom for the first time. And I had all these preconceived notions and as most moms do fantasize about how amazing it's going to be. And it is amazing, but it's also really hard. And I think I was kind of shocked by the hard and there were a lot of um, nursing issues. And so I didn't realize that my daughter had a tongue tie and that didn't get fixed until she was three months old. And so there was a lot of lack of sleep and the nursing wasn't going well. And it was just feeling like I had no control over anything. I felt this total loss of control, which I think most moms can identify with in motherhood in general. There's a lot that yeah. you're not in control of, right? And so yes. <laughs> uh, that was really hard for me. And it just triggered something in me. And I think also the lack of sleep and the hormones postpartum. And I just really, really sank very deeply into a depression. And I also experienced anxiety. So I like really kind of freaked out every time I woke up in the morning and kind of felt like I was dreading the day and I didn't know how I was going to get through it. And I was so tired and it was just such a wave of emotions and for a while there I kind of was stuffing it down Um, I talked to my mom a little bit about it or a few close friends but I was um, pretty good at putting on a brave face and pretending like everything was fine Um, and then it just kind of all culminated around the two to three month postpartum time and I realized this isn't just baby blues like I need to get some help 
So I actually found a therapist who came to my house because part of my anxiety was actually leaving the house and packing all the baby stuff. And what if she gets hungry in the car and, you know, those babies that don't like their car seat? Well, (laughs) she was one of those. Um, My second would always fall asleep in his car seat. So every baby's different. Um, But it was really stressful um, to leave. And so it was such a blessing that she came to my house and she really helped me work through some pressure I was putting on myself to do this mom thing perfectly. And so breastfeeding wasn't going well, even though we did the tummy time procedure and it got lasered and it got fixed and it still wasn't working. And so I made the tough decision to go to formula and bottles, which I never wanted to do. Um, And so when I made that decision, it was so freeing and it was such a weight off my shoulders that really helped me with the feelings of depression, the feelings of anxiety, because I felt like finally I could feed my baby. And so that was huge for me. Um, Reaching out to family and friends, definitely praying about things, but really the huge change was seeing that therapist and she specialized in postpartum depression and anxiety. And so she really helped me work through my fears and the lies I was telling myself and just really helped me kind of take the pressure off myself and see things for what they were instead of getting stuck in my own head about everything. Um, Something else I did, which is why I'm so passionate about podcasting, is I listened to a bunch of podcasts because as a new mom, it's kind of lonely. You're home with a little newborn who doesn't talk to you. And for a while there, they don't even really interact at all. You know, they don't smile for the first few weeks and it's just really tough. It feels very isolating. Um, And so when I listened to these podcasts, I felt like I had these friends and I was hanging out with them. It was so life-giving for me. Um, And so I actually kind of thought in my mind, this was, you know, three and a half years ago now, I just had this little thought, which I think God placed there, was that I wanted to start a podcast one day and it's always stayed there and here I am hosting podcasts, which is so fun and cool. Um, So those are some of the things that worked for me. Another big one after having my daughter was finding mom friends, going to mom's groups, really putting myself out there. And even though I was tired and I didn't want to do it, I, and I'm an extrovert. So the fact that I didn't want to do it shows you that I was really struggling. But when I finally did it, I was able to like talk with these other moms and realize that what I was experiencing was a shared experience. And, um, you know, it was something that I wasn't alone in. And it was so nice to know that, you know, we were all struggling with the same things. And we could also take more delight in motherhood together. And it was so, so wonderful. And I'm still friends with um, this mom group. There's six of us and we all have our second kids now around the same age. So definitely creating this community of support, uh, getting into my prayer life more, trying to really figure out a way I could still pray with her, maybe in a wrap on me. I didn't have to be alone to pray, which is so funny to say out loud, but I felt like I needed to be absolutely alone with God. Um, But we can connect with him, even with our kids right there. Um, and in fact, he wants us to invite him into every part of our day. So I think that's my daughter, right? And, and my daughter, so as she grew, as I kind of eased into motherhood, as we often do, 
you know, I started feeling that joy that everybody talked about. And um, it really did start, though, with asking for help, which I'm not good at because I like to pretend that I've got it all together. Um, so that was probably the key in overcoming that depression. Um, you know, after I had my son, it wasn't the depression, but it was the anxiety that crept back in. And it was just the overwhelm and exhaustion of having two little ones um, because my kids are two years apart and it was just so, it's so intense. You know, every time you have a baby, whether you have just one or two or three or four, you know, however many, that newborn postpartum time is just hard and it's an adjustment period for you and the family. Um, and so I ended up asking for help again. I went to a support group for people with anxiety and that really helped give me the space to sort of process my feelings again and to sort of process what was going on and to really look at the truth of the matter instead of the spiral of lies in my mind. Um, and so really admitting I can't control everything. You know, I need God's help um, and just really, really letting go of control. I think that's the biggest message I could um, give to people listening is just knowing that you know, these things sometimes are bigger than us. They are not too big for God, but he also has given us this gift of people like therapists and support groups, um, these ways that we can get supported as we manage our depression, our anxiety. Um, I think anxiety is probably really high for a lot of people right now, um, especially if it's something that you've struggled with before. And what I want to say to that person right now during quarantine that mom who feels overcome, overwhelmed, I want to say first to invite God in, to ask him to be there, right there with you, holding your hand, just saying, God, I can't do this alone. I just can't. It's too big for me. And just reaching out to him and saying, please help me. I think that is huge. Um, another one that I want to encourage people to do is to reduce their phone time because phone usage, especially social media is linked with anxiety. And I just want to encourage people to do something that I've been doing, which is no phone before breakfast. That means don't look at it. The first thing you do, um, you could even wait until after you've either read your Bible or a good devotional or journaled or something. And then, Fill your mind with the goodness first and then kind of open up your mind up to the world a little bit because that's what the phone is. It's the world. Um, there is a lot of positive stuff on social media, but there's a lot of things that also cause some anxiety. So I would say those are the two things that are huge for me is that ask God in, invite him into the struggle and really be more intentional about your phone use and try to have that not be the first thing you do in the morning. So those would be my two tips for during quarantine. Um, and I'm happy to share more if you'd like, um, but I would say that just really turning to God, even when you're struggling so hard, you can't even pray because I've been there. Um, just looking at the cross, just saying the name of Jesus, like he knows you're reaching out to him. Those are such great tips. I love those tips. And I do have another question, which we didn't really talk about, but 
what was it that made you actually push yourself out to do these things of like connecting and community? Because I feel like, you know, like you talked about you, you know, a lot of us, and I'm the same way. Like I really, I don't like to ask for help. Like I'd rather just like pretend like I have it all together usually, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know? And so where, where was that point where you realized you needed to like push point that push, sorry, push past that and like get yourself out there to therapy and you know even though you brought a therapist in you still had to make obviously the appointment like what pushed you out to do those things and connecting with other moms and doing the things that you knew that you needed to do and I'm assuming didn't want to do them you know yeah that's a good question I think a lot of it was my mom (laughs) she really pushed me to get the help that I needed because moms just know, you know, she's been there. Yeah. She knows how hard it is. And, um, you know, I think other moms, especially older moms, realize that, oh, yeah, that postpartum time is really hard. Whether you struggle with depression or anxiety, baby blues, or just isolation, whatever it is, it's just a hard time. And so I would say that her urging definitely helped me. my dad also too. And then my husband, I would say just with people that were closest to me started really noticing how much I was struggling and hearing them say it and reflecting it back. What I already kind of knew really pushed me to say, okay, like this is something I can't hide anymore. And, um, and a good friend of mine also, she said, I didn't hear from you for weeks and we used to always text and talk and what's going on. And so I think just that outside, like a mirror, basically, which is why I think it's so key to have good people in your life who can be that mirror for you. They really help me see that, okay, I, I need some outside help. I need some outside intervention. And I'm so glad I did it. And so anyone listening who feels scared to do that, just make the call, make the appointment. You know, I've been to some really good therapists and I've also been to some who aren't as good and that's okay. You know, maybe the person that you get matched with at first isn't great. There are other people out there. So I just want to encourage people to take that first step if they're struggling to really pray, reach out to God for help and then, and really get outside help because I really think God wants us to get that help from professionals and experts in their fields it really really was a game changer for me I'm so so glad I did it yes absolutely and the community is key community with other moms I think is mm-hmm. is key just for our mom sanity in general I mean I'm a huge um promoter of mops moms of preschoolers <laughs> Um, so you can look that up online and see if there's one near you, a meeting, but yes. it's such a great place to just connect with other moms and be able to sit at a table and feel, talk and feel like, and realize more, more like realize, you know, wow, I'm not alone. Wow. Okay. It's not just my kids. Wow. This is not just me. Like we have similar struggles. You know, I feel like that community aspect is so important. Well, mm-hmm. I want to thank yes. you so much for sharing your personal experience and your tips with us today. Um, I You're hope so that, welcome. you know, this is, I hope that this will reach, you know, others that are maybe, maybe struggling even extra 
in this time of quarantine. So I really appreciate you coming on and chatting with us today. And everybody listening, make sure you go check out um, Stephanie's podcast, which is 500 Seconds to Joy. So we will put, I will put that in the, the description of this episode as well. And make sure you head over there and check out all the goodies that she has to offer on her podcast as well. So thank you again thank you. for joining us. Thanks, Courtney. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye.